Today we have a question from Jean Amlor um, from Facebook, and she asks, build it and they will come, agree or disagree? And uh, I thought that would be an interesting uh, topic for today's episode. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So to be short, I disagree. And uh, there's a lot of reasons why that's not the case. Um, And I would challenge anyone who doesn't believe me to try to build something and just wait around for customers to roll in and you'll probably be very disappointed. And that's because the internet is just such a competitive place. Um, I've talked about this in like previous episodes where, um, you know, back in the day when you'd have like a brick and mortar business, um, you'd have people driving down your road and they'd have like a chance to see your, you know, see your signs or, you know, you could put like a sign spinner or something out there. Um, but you'd have a, a chance for people to see your signs or, um, you know, see your storefront and want to come in and potentially be a customer. And the internet is kind of like that, except you can have like infinite numbers of billboards and, um, and businesses on the street. And the chances of just getting a drive by customer is really, really, really low. So, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of context around this question, but I mean, it pretty much goes for anything. Even if you're just starting a blog, if you don't get out there and start trying to bring people to your website, um, you're probably not going to get a lot of visitors. Um, and the same thing goes like if you build a product, um, if you, um, the, the only, only place that I could really see building something and just waiting for customers to come in actually working is if you're like making a product and putting it on an existing marketplace. So as an example, we have our secret shop project. And if you don't know what that is, you can go to some of our previous episodes where we talk about it. But in short, our secret shop project, we built an Etsy site, or I should say an Etsy shop, um, and we're selling um, digital products on it. And so that's an example where building something and customers coming in can happen. And that's because you've got a way for people to find you pretty reliably. And if so, if you're building a product that people want and you put it up on um, something like Etsy or Amazon or any of these other huge marketplaces, eBay, and there's a ton of like uh, secondhand apps and things like that. So you've got obviously Craigslist, um, eBay, Facebook um, marketplace. And I mean, there's just let go. There's so many of them. Um, that's kind of the only real exception to the rule. But if we're talking about building, um, like an online property of some sort and hoping that people are going to find you, chances are it's not really going to succeed. Um, it really does require, um, a good amount of marketing to get people coming to a website and to be interested, right? It requires like targeting, you know, even right now, if you go and buy um, like Facebook advertising, you can bring a whole bunch of people to your website. Um, but if you didn't target the people properly, um, they're not going to buy. 
So it's not only just getting people to your website, it's actually getting like the right kind of people and targeting the right kind of people who will want and be interested in whatever it is you're offering. So that kind of uh, further exemplifies the point of just putting up a website. You might, you may, and it's unlikely, but you may start to get like a little random traffic coming in. But the likelihood that you're going to end up with like fully qualified buyers who are going to want your product or service is very, very low. So um, I think the the better approach to this is to build what um, and we have a, an episode about minimum viable product uh, MVP, but build kind of a basic version of whatever it is you're trying to offer, whether it's offering a service or it's um, a product. Don't build out all of the features um, that you want. Just build just what you need in order to launch the product or service and then spend the rest of your time and effort and money trying to bring customers in to kind of validate the idea. Um, that's probably a much safer approach to like launching a product than just building something great and hoping that people find it. Um, and your marketing doesn't really have to be that complicated either. Your marketing could be, um, you know, going out on social media, finding, you know, people, um, that are complaining about like a competitor and letting them know that there is an alternative. And, and that's a perfectly viable way of, of marketing your product. And, and you don't want, you obviously don't want to be spammy, right? You don't want to be like, Hey, check out my product, you know, and just like copy pasting that to a whole bunch of people. You know, you want to look at whatever their complaint is and, and address that particular concern and, and how, you know, your product can solve that issue. Um, there's actually a service that, um, I've been looking at for my live streaming called restream.io. And, uh, I would, I would go to their Twitter account because every once in a while they would announce like sales and stuff that they were doing. And I wanted to get a better price than whatever their, you know, typical current price was. So I would always kind of look at their Twitter account to see, did they announce any, you know, upcoming discounts or anything like that? And people would, would always be asking them questions. So, um, one guy asked, you know, do you give church discounts? And, um, and they never responded to him, but another streaming service saw that he was messaging them and not getting a response back. And they said, Hey, don't even worry about using this company. We give churches a discount, so you should come use our service. Whether that turned into a sale or not, I have no idea. But what I am trying to say is there is absolutely a way um, for you to kind of do like guerrilla marketing. Um, so there's not really a good reason to just build something and hope that customers will show up. You want to put your best effort in, you know, you went through the trouble of building a product or a service. So why wouldn't you go through the trouble of trying to market it properly? You know, you don't want to end up, you know, causing your own failure. So it's awesome that you've built a product. It's awesome that you're offering a service. It's amazing that you've put up a website, but if you really want to give yourself the best shot, you need to market it. Um, and the easiest way is, is social media. Um, you, you obviously, if you, if you've got the re the resources to run advertising, then run advertising, you know, have a, try to get some word of mouth going through your friends and family or, or get clever with your marketing. So, um, there's, there are tons of ways to build content that people will want to share. Um, so I'm not going to really go too deep into that, but if you've ever look at what people on your um, Facebook timeline or 
whatever social media you system or service you use, look at what people are sharing and just kind of replicate that. One of the, the most common things that I see people sharing all the time are like personality quizzes and, um, you know, uh, something that makes people feel like a genius or smart. So you'll see, um, people will share these puzzles that say only 2% of people figure this out. And then, you know, the person's like, I figured it out in like 30 seconds. And the, it's called, um, I think it's called ego bait, but basically it, it makes someone feel, you know, special and puffed up and valuable. And so you can figure out how to take something like that and how, how can you put it or, or create it in such a way that it can promote your product, but still give people that feeling that, you know, Hey, I want to share this, you know? Um, so I'm trying to elaborate a little bit on this question specifically because there, there wasn't a lot to the question. And so, um, I don't really know what the motive or the reason is behind just not marketing, whatever it is that you've created, but I don't see that being something that will actually end up succeeding. So I would encourage anyone that's listening to this, you know, build the minimum viable product, you know, figure out what are the absolute most important features or aspects of your service or product that your customers will want and then build that and then just start marketing it like crazy and seeing if, um, if you have customers that are willing to pay for it. Um, if you don't want to go through the trouble of building a product and trying to validate it, another thing you can do is what's called a smoke test. And it comes, it goes back to like that idea of if there's smoke, there's fire. So what you can do is create a landing page. So just kind of a single page that lets people know that something great is coming and there's a waiting list that they can join so that they can be the first people to know that this thing has been released. Okay. And you can even make promotional videos talking about what it is you want to do and then start marketing that landing page as if the product is absolutely a certainty and that it is coming. You don't have to put a date, but I mean, if you want to put some pressure on yourself, you could, but start marketing this landing page. And guess what? If you start getting people signing up for this waiting list, then you have people who are potentially interested. So that's another way that you can kind of validate your idea. And the only reason I'm talking about validating an idea in this episode is that that's the only real reason that I can think of someone like wanting to put up a product and not market it at all is that they're afraid of putting in the effort that goes into marketing a product. Because let's be honest, marketing your product is probably going to be the, the hardest part of actually having a successful product. Building it's tough, but actually marketing it can be really difficult. So the only thing you think of is that it's an attempt at saving time by not having to put in the effort. Um, and so that's why I'm talking, giving some ideas for product validation. Anyways, I hope that, uh, Gene finds this episode useful and, uh, you all take care. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of fearless together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F E A R L S S dot F M to your continued success.